Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, miscreants and kings, curmudgeons and queens, rapscallions, scoundrels, my people, I am Mike Shaner. This is Sedition. Today is a, they buried that bag of bones. Colin Powell, warmongering parasite today. His body's in the ground. He can't hurt anybody anymore. I'm sure he embraced John McCain warmly, warmly get it, at the gates of hell. I'm glad the bastard's dead. I'm glad they're both dead. I wonder if John McCain reminded him of the time where he endorsed Barack Obama over John McCain because they shared a common skin tone. The news, both sides, Fox, CNN, MS, MSNBC, they spent the day deifying Colin Powell, making a barter of him, cantonizing him into sainthood. They're the same team, man. The world did not lose a great man today. The other day, they didn't bury a great man today. They buried the bones of a terrorist. Good riddance. Burning hell. The media. They've been playing some weird trick lately and it's been like this it's been messing with my mind. They want you to believe that you have they've been painting this this false picture. This picture of a false choice. That you can embrace Libertarian politics, libertarian philosophy, or small government Republican philosophy, but in order to do so, you must embrace the, the police. You must back the blue. And then the left, the other side, they want you to believe that you can embrace the authoritarian wing of the state, but to do so, you must want to abolish the enforcement arm of the state. And it's made no sense. So you can embrace getting rid of the police, but that makes you a big government statist. Or you can embrace getting rid of big government, limiting government, embrace freedom. But to do that, you have to embrace the enforcement arm of the state. Do you see the contradiction there? And it's weird how they're, you know, mixing it all in. So, so I did a little research. <clears throat> Fox News has been um, all out making all the latest elections about how they're a referendum on defunding the police. 
how crime has exploded in cities where the police have been defunded. The police have been defunded nowhere. What do they mean by defund the police anyway? They mean scale back the budget that goes to the police department and move it into other areas of government. So that's, nobody wants that. They want to increase spending. They even want to increase police spending. They only don't want to increase the increase in police spending. So if in 2019 they increased the police budget by 10%, in 2020 they increased it by 15%, in 2021 they only wanted to increase it by 8%. But they call that increase defunding the police. Nobody's been trying to defund the police. I would like for them to defund the police. Nobody's been trying to get them to do so. And so what what they've been doing on the right wing talking points, they've been talking about (coughs) these COVID mandates, these mask mandates, these lockdowns, the about making terrorist appearance at school board meetings. A lot of things that I want them to talk about. A lot of evil that the government does and would like to do. They've shown pictures of the lockdowns in Australia and of the citizens there being beaten. But guess who they're being beaten by in Australia as they try to protect their freedoms? Guess who's taking their freedoms? The enforcement wing, the police. If a lockdown came to the United States, who do you think would enforce that? The police. The police are not agents of the people. They are agents of the state. Their paycheck is signed by the state. There is a reason that there's a thin blue line. There's a reason that you never see the bad cop, the good cop stopping the bad cop or arresting the bad cop. We never see the cops get arrested while they're committing an act. There's a reason why they hide behind billboards and stop you for going seven miles an hour over the speed limit and then try to extort money from you to give to the state. And if you don't give that money to the state, they will come to your door They will put you in handcuffs, they will kidnap you, and they will throw you in a cage until that money is gotten. There's a reason. They're the enforcement wing of the the state. You can't reduce government and increase the budget of the enforcement wing. Defunding the police is the right thing to do. But the media, they would have you believe, the right-wing media, would have you believe that the recent elections in Virginia and New Jersey were referendums on anti-policing, anti-police sentiment. They would have you believe that that there have been cities that have defunded the police in this country. There haven't. 
But there have been some cities who have increased the police budget in this country. And so, on Fox News, they like to tell you of the crime wave that's happening in Seattle and Portland. And so I looked up the numbers. Homicides have gone down in Portland in 2021. They didn't really defund the police. They haven't had time to defund the police, you understand. Um, even if they wanted to, even if that was a real thing, it ha- they haven't had time to do it. But homicide rates have gone down in Portland uh, since they started talking about defunding the police. They've gone down in Seattle. They've gone down in Minneapolis. In Birmingham, Alabama, they increased the police budget by $11.6 million. Do you know... Increased by $11.6 million. $11.6 million is too big of a police budget. But that's not the police budget in Birmingham, Alabama. That's what they increased it over last year. From 2020 to 2021, they increased it $11.6 million. $11.6 million. Why does Birmingham, Alabama need $12 million to run a police department? They don't. But they don't have $12 million. You know, They have $104 million. The 2021 police budget is $104 million. The homicide rate in Alabama is outpacing, in Birmingham, is outpacing Detroit and Chicago as homicide rates increased 25-year highs. That's a budget increase. $104 million. What do we want the police to do? In a free society. What do reasonable people want the police to do? And how many police are needed in your town to do that? Do we need people going to jail for not paying traffic fines? KIV is building more prisons in Alabama. The reason Kay Ivey's building more prisons in Alabama is because the old ones are at capacity, or over capacity, well over capacity. And instead of letting people be free who haven't hurt anyone, she's just building bigger capacity prisons. There's something wrong with that thinking, isn't there? Isn't there something wrong with that thinking? Isn't there something wrong with the idea that a man... That the state can take someone and put them in a cage. Someone who's never hurt anyone else and put them in a cage. We all agree, for the most part, this day and age, that the drug war has failed and that prisons are... inundated with nonviolent drug offenders and that that shouldn't be the case. What to do about that we might disagree on, but we all agree that's the case. For the most part, reasonable people agree with that. For the most part, people don't want... Almost everyone watching this, almost everyone out there has smoked a joint in their life. We all should agree that nobody should be in prison for that. But a lot of people are. And how do they get there? Because the police put them there. 
the police arrest them. Then they go through the sham court system. And they go to prison. Hoover, Alabama, is wanting to increase their, or did increase their budget. To have four new police, I don't know how many police are there. It's hard to tell what the police budget is, but they're wanting to increase the budget for $150,000 this quarter to add four new police officers to patrol the Galleria. The Galleria is a mall in Hoover, Alabama. I mean, that whole section, there's a couple of miles. Why can't they use the police they have on staff to do it? I see Hoover cops in fucking Mobile. I see Hoover cops, I mean, all over the place, Alabaster cops too, they start, they patrol the entire state like state police. What they're doing is they're out, they need four new cops to go out and raise revenue in that area of the city. And that's what I'm saying, we've got to decide, we need to have an honest conversation about what we're going to, what kind of police we want in this society. I want none. Um... You probably want some. I doubt anybody really wants what we have. You just don't know. And the like when they report the crime rates are up, they're talking the crime rates some places may be up, petty crime. But what's a crime? No victim, no crime. Violent crime rates aren't up. All over in the um in the defund the cities like they like to talk. It's more uh, um Petty crimes are up, you know, and so they throw all that in there, but they won't talk about just like this. So what do we want police to do? I think a reasonable suggestion would be for them to arrest murderers and rapists and child molesters and thieves. They don't do those things. Those crimes go unsolved. Uh, it's like 97% of those crimes go unsolved. I have, this is a true story. I have a friend. Someone walked into his house, into his garage, and stole a mountain bike, $500 mountain bike, in a small town in Alabama. And I'm going to talk to him on Sunday. Um, his daughter was at home. His young teenage daughter was at home. She saw this man walk up, to, and she called the police. The police came and told her, point blank, we're not going to be able to do anything about it. It was, a, it was luckily it was a homeless guy, $500 mountain bike, probably down the street. They could have found it. They said they weren't going to do anything about it. They said it would never be recovered. You, homeless people live in certain areas. It's, I mean, if a homeless guy comes to my house and takes something, I can find him relatively quickly. And, I mean, they hang out in certain places. It's pretty easy path to follow they weren't interested my friend's not rich they weren't going to get any revenue from the homeless man they weren't interested but if my buddy had been speeding they would have pulled him over they would have given him a ticket if he hadn't have paid the fine or shown up to court they would have came and arrested him. Is that what we want? 
Is that productive for society? Do we need municipal buildings that are five, six hundred thousand dollar buildings? Do we need city budgets, small cities, suburban cities to operate on hundreds of millions of dollars a year? Do we need that kind of bloated good? This is in Alabama. Alabama is supposed to be a red small government state. Red small government doesn't exist. Red small government means we want to arrest you. <laughs> we want um we want your money is what it means. It's just time to to cut the bullshit. And to ask yourself, why are they painting this picture on television that if you're for small government, you need to be for the enforcement wing of the state. And if you're for big government, you want to abolish the enforcement wing of the state. Because what they're doing is, they're saying whichever side you go with, we're going to increase government. It's just their way of keeping you divided over a topic where really, if you just made sense, like, okay, we want limited government, we want less cops. We want people to be free to walk down the street. We just want cops that will arrest people who hurt people. That makes sense. And you actually have a path to reducing government. They don't want that. The media works for the state too. Even the right-wing media works for the right-wing state. The right-wing and the left-wing are the same bird. It's all a clown show. It's all professional wrestling. You have a good guy and you have a bad guy. And they get the crowd all fired up. And then they shift something in while nobody's looking. And then backstage after the show, they're all shaking hands with a beer. You know, laughing at the, at the marks. That's politics. The Republicans and the Democrats are on the same fucking team. And the team they play for is the government. And the police that you think is your buddy that you worship because you're a small government Republican and you... We're taught that police are heroes. They're on the same fucking team too. And if they have to protect you or the mayor of your town or the or the um, or the uh, senator of the state, it ain't you they're protecting. And if it comes down to coming to collect your guns because they've passed gun ground, who do you think is going to do that? It's going to be the police. If it comes down to enforcing vaccine mandates, if it comes down to enforcing COVID lockdowns, who's going to do that? It's going to be the police. The police have to be brought under control. Abolish them, don't abolish them. That doesn't have to be the issue. But at least needs to be talked about because to get to the point of what the kind of policing we need to live in a free society, in a voluntary society, we need to talk about extremes. They don't do any good. Police honestly don't... Do thing is, well, who are you going to call? If what? <clears throat> who am I going to call if what? I was mur I was robbed in Los Angeles many years ago. Gunpoint hit me in the head with a gun in Inglewood. And uh, I had no business being in Inglewood, but I didn't really know where I was. And I, long story, I got robbed. An old woman gave me a quarter to get on the bus and get back to my neck of the woods and uh i never called the police 
I got my wallet stolen, $230. Happened in broad daylight. LAPD was... Nobody cared. I never called the police. Because why? Why would I have? What good would have happened if I had called the police? I never would have got my wallet back. I never would have got my $230 back. There was no point in calling the police. So who are you going to call if what? If you notice your neighbor's not a, complying with a mask mandate, yeah, you call the cops. If you want somebody arrested for speeding and not paying a ticket, yeah, you call the cops. If you want to raise revenue for your for your little state club, for your little government club, your little local club, yeah, you call the cops. But what other reason is there? You need an insurance, you know, the insurance company, you need a police report. So they're, who are you going to call when you need them? What, if I needed a cop, how could I? How, why would I need one? And how could I call them if I got into a situation where I needed one? And in this society, they do more harm than good. They've killed too many people. They've ruined too many families. They've broken too many homes. They've taken too many fathers and put them in jail, in a cage, to work for the state. They've taken too many mothers and put them in a cage to labor for the state. It's no good. It's no good. The authority needs to be, if we're going to have cops, if that's what we got, if you, you know, we got to have them for your emotions, then their power needs to be vastly scaled back and their roles need to be clearly, clearly defined. And we do not need $150 million police budgets to do it. They don't need tanks. They don't need drones. They don't need to be a military. You don't need a middle-sized southern town like Birmingham to have a $156 million police budget. You don't need those things to be safe. Like you don't. Letting people keep their money. Letting people invest their money into their communities. Instead of stealing it via taxation and giving it to the government to raise more money for the government. Instead of stealing the money when somebody's, when somebody's already poor. When somebody's car is breaking down they can't get to work. And they get pulled over because their tail lights out. Because they drive a shitty car is why they get pulled over. And then they get a ticket that they can't pay. And then they have to choose to pay that or feed their family. And then they can't pay that. And then so they go to jail on a warrant. Because they're afraid to go to court, they go to jail on a failure to pay and get their license suspended. That costs them several hundred more dollars and they get another ticket for driving on a suspended license and have their car towed. And they can't feed their family. That's not good for society. That's not good for anybody. That happens. That's a real scenario. That ha I've been poor. I've been in the situation where that happened. 
it doesn't it's that's not there's nothing free about that people shouldn't be afraid to drive down the road because they drive a shitty car it's not a race issue and that's where um they make a race issue on purpose. There is no real interest in reforming policing in this country. The police are good for everybody that... The police are good for all the bad people. And there's no interest in reforming police in this country. If there was, they would talk common, they would talk about the things I'm talking about. They would talk about a focused police force, a stealthy police force, one made to prevent crime, one with certain powers, one made to help people in distress, one meant to serve the community. That's not what they do. As a whole, that's not what they do. And you can say, well, don't paint all cops with the same brush, fine, people are individuals, whatever. But once that job starts, once they clock into that, there may not be bad people on the outside of the nine to five, but once they're on the clock, they're bad people because the job makes them be. The nature of the job enforce, necessarily, you have to do bad things or you get fired from that job. You have to serve warrants on people who have never hurt anyone. You have to arrest people you have to go pick people up. You have to stop. You have to give people speeding tickets. You have to raise revenue for the state. And you have to lock people in a cage who have never hurt anyone. A good man doesn't put, doesn't lock someone, doesn't take someone who's never hurt anybody else and put handcuffs and lock their hands behind their back and throw them in the back seat of a car and lock them in a cage away from their kids and their wife. That's not something a good man does. There's no vested interest in reforming the police in this country. The left doesn't want to reform the police. They're liars. They need the police more than the right does. They want to expand the police. They want to nationalize the police. They want to take the police. They want to take everything that's local and make it federal. That's their long-term plan. The right, I believe at least right now, they want to, they're want they not in on the game of trying to make it a nationalized police force. A nationalized police force is even worse. At least a, At least a local police force with all the atrocities that they commit, when things are local, you can still affect change if enough people care. When things are national, it's... You know, you can't affect change with NYPD. It's a local police force. With a billion, so I think a $60 billion budget. It's too big. It's too big. But a national police force, like the left wants? That's just a domestic army. And that's what we're headed... I mean, they've been militarizing the police for a long time. A long time. 
she used to be a cop walked his beat everybody knew him blah 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 you know um now they're a domestic army meant to fight it's the state versus the people anymore it is the state versus the people and your local precinct is just a base it's just a military base it's just the military and we're the enemy now yeah the police need to be defunded the whole whole system needs to be scrapped but it's not racism it's not about race they said it was about race because to distract you because if they put you on the team of blacks and latinos and they put me on the team of whites and they make me believe I have an advantage over here with my white team that I'm going to defend that white team. And if the blacks and the Latinos think that they have a disadvantage as long as my team, as long as that one group is helping this group, they're going to be against us. We're going to be divided and the state's going to grow and they're going to keep slipping in their, their hundreds of thousands of dollars here and their $50,000 there and their million dollars here. And pretty soon you've got that military base that they call a police port right there in the center of town. But the people they fuck with are poor people. It's not black, white, red, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's the people that can't fight back. A lot of those poor people are black. A lot of those poor people are Mexican. A lot of those poor people live in trailer parks. They're white around here. They call them trash. It's okay to call those people trash. It's politically correct. You can do that. You can call those people trash. Human beings. Call them white trash. It's okay. It's not about race, man. It's about raising revenue and keeping people divided. Agents of the state work for the state. They're all on the same team. It's not about race, but everything is painted as race because race sells, race is the... But anymore... So... The... The, um... Newly elected Attorney General of Virginia is... A Hispanic man. His name is Jason S. Meares. The first Latino Attorney General in Virginia history. The Lieutenant Governor, Winston Sears, is the first African American, the first black, she's not African, um, the first black Lieutenant Governor in Virginia history. And the left media wants us to believe that they are products of white supremacy. The they want us to believe that Larry Elder, the black man who ran against 
Gavin Newsom in California for the governor position, the black man is a white supremacist. Not the rich white man, the black man that ran against him. The lieutenant governor of Virginia has been accused of blackface, of all sorts of, not accused, I mean, it's, it's pretty much documented, of uh, just being a racist, right? But they call the black woman who beat him a product of white supremacy. Anymore, only a certain type of white woman who was probably born a white man gets to be not a white supremacist. We're um We're in a fun time in society. Fun time in society. I, uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. I hope next weekend I'm more clear-headed and I can be a little more upbeat. A little more charismatic for you guys. If you get a chance, please go to the Libertarian Charitable Association of Alabama, tlcalabama.com, or on Facebook, the Libertarian Charitable Association of Alabama, and donate to Volunteerism in Action. I need to prove we don't need a state to take care of people who need taken care of. tlcalabama.com. On Facebook, it's the Libertarian Charitable Association of Alabama. From now until winter's over, I'm raising money for elderly people who need their heating bills paid. Um, collecting firewood for people with fireplaces. I'm, my job, what I'm raising money from now until, until winter's over, officially until um, actually winter begins, uh, until January 1st, what I'm, but really it'll, I'm going to expand it is I'm raising money to keep old people um, warm. They're in rural areas. They don't have access to a lot of the programs. They're kind of the forgotten people of the world. And it's, uh, you know, uh, it's special to me because I take care of my granddad, because I take care of old people, so of an old person, so I, I know how fragile they can be. And it breaks my heart to think of these people out there alone, just, um, you know, an old woman sitting in her chair shivering and cold and afraid to turn the heat up because she doesn't have, she only got few hundred dollars and she's got to make the money last all week and uh all month and eat and all that so um you know i want to take that off their plate i want to keep them warm i want to keep as many of them warm as i can and um find me on facebook my name is mike shaner s-h-a-n-e-r um get me on twitter at c-s-a wordsmith um instagram still mike shaner and um yeah, a lot of ways to donate. Uh, go to the GoFundMe. It's uh, my name, Libertarian Charitable Association of Alabama. Just uh, if you can help, help. But really want to get back in the swing of things. So remember, guys, government ain't something you can trust, but you can make a difference. Thank you. Have a great weekend.
I'm Mike Shaner. This is the Sedition Papers.